0: Okay, so before we get into this episode, I wanted to warn you guys that I had a bit of an issue with my mic in this episode and the next episode next month. Um, I had a lot of peaking that was happening while I was filming, and I would really have liked to have reshot a lot of this footage, but as I mentioned in this video, I am in the process of a move. And after really measuring my ability to actually redo this, I realized that it just made more sense for me to use this footage. And hopefully, you guys are understanding. I promise that when I come back and get all my stuff set up in my new apartment, I will be able to deliver more higher quality content. But I wanted to just let you guys know for those of you guys who are super sensitive to audio quality, that there 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 have been some issues in this episode and unfortunately I couldn't fix it. So I deeply apologize about that. I have a hard time reconciling polyamory as queer because of those experiences, right? Because my own observation of polyamorous relationships is that it's a lot of dudes just trying to have threesomes, which for me is just one of the most aggressively normative things, one of the most aggressively heteronormative things. Hey guys, it's Kat and it's time for another episode of True Tea. I wanted to thank you guys for joining me here for yet another episode of True Tea. We do these episodes at the first Wednesday of every month on my podcast and the first Saturday of every month on my YouTube channel. And if you want to call in to join us for the call-in show this month, you can do that by joining my discord, which is usually linked in the description box of my YouTube video where this video will be posted and I'm really excited to hear what you guys have to say about this one because I already know it's going to be a really juicy brew of tea. And you guys know I like a little bit of juice in my tea. Speaking of which, I am going to be drinking some pomegranate juice (laughs) for this episode because I'm in the process of a move and I don't really feel like making tea, but I'm saying that as though since I've been doing this, I consistently drank tea. I can't even remember the last time I've had tea as part of a true tea episode. It's just branding at this point, I guess. anyway, go to your kitchen, grab yourself something to drink while we have this messy ass conversation and try to unpack this particular topic. Let me take a sip of this and let's get right into the conversation. So this February I did an episode about queerness and at the time of me filming this video, I do not know whether or not you guys responded positively to that episode. I'm a little nervous posting it, but I know that it's something I've said before, but I wanted to reiterate because my personal feelings about queerness, I think are a little bit complex. I on one hand am not a person who identifies as queer, but I'm also a person who respects the fact that because I'm a transgender woman and because I am therefore differentiated from cis women in many ways a lot of people are going to see me as queer and I can accept that, but I also very much know, and I feel like this is present in most of the conversations I have about relationships especially that I am a straight woman and that is the way that I factored into society. And that's partially why I have a hard time claiming queer as a concept for myself. It's something that I will probably never use to refer to myself, but I accept other people will use to refer to me. Sometimes that does for me feel a little bit like they're projecting something onto me that I don't necessarily resonate with, but I accept that that's part of me existing in this world and I'm old enough to not really care that much at this point, if I'm being completely honest with you guys. But this is a topic that's really interesting to me because when I think about myself and the way that I just conceive of many things, polyamory, I think for me at least is probably one of the most atypical things that I embody. Now I know that in many ways I embody things that are strange to other people, but I know for myself, polyamory has been probably one of the more unique journeys that I've had because I really had no structure for it. And for that reason, I can understand how some people can go through their poly journey and kind of recognize themselves as queer. Right now, the reason I bring up myself being a straight woman is because that topic of queer identity came up recently when I was discussing polyamory and queerness and the fact that I don't really have The right perspective to share about queer polyamorous relationships. They're not necessarily something that I have direct knowledge of. I more so have observations based on my friend group. The community out here for polyamory is pretty fucking queer, but because I'm a straight person and because those are the spaces that I tend to predominantly be in, I know a lot of really viciously heterosexual polyamorous people, especially as someone who exclusively dates men and therefore ends up in a lot of situations with, I'm just going to be frank with you, unicorn hunters, right? A lot of the people that I've known in the poly world kind of definitely do reinforce some of my previous hesitations around pursuing polyamory. One of my biggest fears was that it was just something that straight men who really like threesomes is into. Right. And of course the stereotype of polyamory often ends up being polygamy on which in America, at least there's a lot of representations of it being quite abusive. Right now, when I say that my assumption isn't necessarily wrong, what I mean is that in my own experience, that's predominantly kind of what I've ran into, but I've had to sort of recognize that that doesn't necessarily represent all people who live polyamorously or love polyamorously, it really represents the very specific group of people who I run into when I am going to polyamory socials, which are often geared towards newbies who are trying to figure out whether or not they're polyamorous. And the longer that I'm in the poly community out here, the more I kind of recognize that once people kind of find their footing, they tend to leave. So the community that I often engage in is not necessarily a... Accurate representation of, I guess you would say most poly people who are actually polyamorous. That's a whole other topic for discussion. Maybe that's subject for another video, but for me, I have a hard time reconciling polyamory as queer. Because of those experiences, right? Because my own observation of polyamorous relationships is that it's a lot of dudes just trying to have threesomes, which for me is just one of the most aggressively normative things, one of the most aggressively heteronormative things, especially when a lot of what I've observed is there's a man pushing for, you know, his girlfriend or wife to have a girlfriend or, you know, threesomes and things like that. And a lot of times they're not into it, right? A lot of times the queer aspect of the relationship is really just one dude who really likes to see two girls getting it on, which for me doesn't feel very queer, right? Doesn't seem very queer at all. In fact, there's a lot of really nasty, I would say, lesbophobic. um, things connected to that, right? There's a lot of, you know, a lot of men are, for example, incredibly comfortable with their partners being with other women if it's limited to sex. But if she were to ever actually pursue a loving relationship with another woman, that would be off the table. And I feel really not correct (laughs) describing that as queer, but that all being said, like I said, for myself, it's kind of put me in a strange position because When I kind of think of the things that I embody that feel the most genuinely queer, that's one of them. It is that one way where I do feel very different from most people, right? Because I can go in a lot of spaces and kind of be seen in a, in a pretty normative way as a typically feminine woman who only dates men, but my polyamory is the one area where I differ from the vast majority of people. And I and I guess for me when I think of queerness going back to my own definition or understanding of it, it really kind of relates to that that way in which you don't exactly embody the status quo. And I guess for me, my polyamory and maybe some other things, those are the things that I kind of could look at and say, "Well, maybe I'm a little queer." You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But also, I don't know if I'm comfortable necessarily describing polyamory as inherently queer. Now this is going to be where I really show my ignorance here because my observation, now y'all are going to have to correct me if I'm wrong, is I think a lot of queer folks, a lot of the, 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 people who are, you know, same gender loving, sapphic, lesbians, you know, all the, I know a lot of people who have relationship structures like that, who are very comfortable with the idea of at least ethical non-monogamy, right? At the very least that I have, for example, a couple of gay friends who pretty commonly invite other gay men into their bedrooms. The same with some of my lesbian friends, but, but, and that seems a little bit more, again, this is, this is y'all are going to have to tell me if this is true from what I can see it, it seems like that flows a lot better, right? It seems like in a lot of situations that tends to work a little bit better than what I've seen on the heterosexual side of it. So I guess for me, it's hard for me to really see, polyamory as queer on its own inherently, but it's kind of easy for me personally to understand how many people who are otherwise had identified could see their polyamory as queer. And I think if we're understanding queer as a radical uprooting of the status quo, I would say, especially in a colonized America it is that, right? It it kind of is that, but at the same time, I so frequently see it map onto patriarchal structures just because of who I'm around. My suspicion is that polyamory can be pretty fucking queer for queer people. And I don't know if that's the same for het people. So that's kind of why I really wanted to talk to you guys about it because there's a lot about this I just don't know. And so kind of what I wanted to do is, open this conversation up to people who do identify as queer or people who identify themselves as queer because of their polyamory, because I really find this to be a really fascinating conversation. What queer means to people is so different. And I think that that's kind of cool, honestly, the fact that we can all feel very differently about this word that is often applied to us, right? I find that to actually be really fucking fascinating. And so if you are a person who falls within those parameters, I would love it if you called in and gave me your true tea because I'm quite interested in having me a sip of it. I would love to sort of understand how other people feel about this because I guess part of me and I don't want, see, I always feel really uncomfortable with questioning other people's queerness, right? But I definitely have been in situations where I see a cis hetero man who's in a relationship with a cis woman, and they only date along those lines and in so many other ways don't necessarily identify themselves as queer, but they do when it comes to their polyamory. And I guess I don't wanna challenge that. I just don't understand it partially. So that's kind of a little bit what I would would like to talk about because I'm sure if I have this misunderstanding or lack of information, other people probably feel the exact same way. So, Let's talk about it. Let's have that conversation. Let's pour brews. Let's have it respectfully. Feel free to disagree with me. I know that there's, I'm just going to assume that my episode got a lot of pushback. I don't actually know, but I'm kind of afraid of that. I feel every time I sort of say, Hey, I don't identify as queer. I get that. So I know that there's probably a little bit of irony in me wanting to talk about this. But again, I just think it's so fascinating how we can all have very different definitions of the same word. And I think it's worth talking about just if anything, to understand each other a bit more. So I'm just really excited to have this conversation and I would love to hear what you guys have to say. I would love to have your brews, And so I will see you guys until then. And I really want you to always remember and to never forget that you're beautiful and you're loved. Bye.